Welcome everybody to the Sleepy Perform Repeat podcast. This is your host, David Clancy, and along with my co-host, Connor Gavin, we are here in Soco Performance, Dublin, Ireland, to bring you a podcast focusing on what it means to be performing at the highest level, what in essence is high-performance culture. We're going to share our experience and our backgrounds into what we've acquired over the years. Connor Gavin has extensive experience of working in the AFL with the West Coast Eagles, but also having worked in a high-performance environment with the Irish rugby team. Myself, David Clancy, I'm going to bring my experience and know-how from having worked in London with Isaac Kinetic Medical Group on Hardy Street, but also having experienced high-performance culture working with the Brooklyn Nets and the San Antonio Spurs of the NBA. What we're striving to achieve here is to find out what exactly makes high-level athletes tick and what makes them to perform at the highest level and how they really can get back to play at the highest level of return to play and return to performance after injury. How do all these elements play a role in performance? That's what we're really trying to find out here. So I hope you all enjoy listening to this and can learn. I really hope it sparks an interest because what we're really trying to do here in Ireland is evolve and grow and tap into what really makes high performance culture. Hey everyone, real privilege to speak to Callum Wilson today. So Callum obviously a striker playing with Bournemouth and currently actually as of this week called up again to the England squad for the upcoming Nations League tournament. So Callum, um, again, we, we, we speak to him about a range of topics, a lot of performance-based stuff. We speak to him about the mindset required to be a striker and how that differs from other positions on the pitch. Um, Callum has gone through a couple of ACL rehabs, so we speak to him about the return-to-play process right at the end and how he found that transition in terms of getting back on the pitch and playing at a high level. He's obviously been performing very well this year, so naturally that comes with that. A lot of rumours as regards transferring to bigger clubs uh, so we speak to him about if he thinks that has an effect on his play at all um, and uh, also we speak to him about the confidence and belief he thinks is required to play at the highest level in the Premier League he gives us a bit of an insight into any sporting role models that he's had um, growing up and who he models his game on and this whole idea that he has of aim small miss small so again, if you want to um, make any comments or ask any questions to myself and David, we're available on Instagram on Soco Performance or D Clancy Physio. And also Callum is there as Callum Wilson. So hope you enjoy this and can take something from it. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleepy Perform Repeat. Connor Gavin here along with David Clancy. Today we are speaking to professional footballer Callum Wilson. So we're delighted to have Callum on speaking to us this evening. David again knows Callum very well, so I'll hand over to David who will give you a bit of an introduction. So Callum, English pro footballer, plays a striker for Bournemouth in the Premier League. Has also been capped and scored for the English national team. He wears number 13, was born in Coventry and has scored over 50 goals for a club. And he's actually had a great season this year in the Premier League, scoring 14 goals, I think. So, um, Cam's been through through a lot in his career. He's suffered a couple of injuries, but he's he's really found a great vein of form over the last couple of seasons. And we're really looking forward to tapping into what makes him such a successful, high-performing athlete that seems to balance his family life so well with being a, an elite footballer. So, um, so Cam, how are you doing today? What's life? Premier League season's wrapping up. What's next for you in the next couple of months? Hi David. Um, yeah, uh, obviously uh, life is good, thank you. Obviously the season ends uh, next week and then it's off to internationals. Um, hopefully, you know, I haven't had the call yet to, to 
say I'll be back in the squad over the summer for the tournament and Nations League. But obviously, my, my form has been, has been okay this year, so I'm hoping to be in that squad and um, try and play a big part and help, help the country win a, win a trophy. That's brilliant. So you're obviously you're playing as a, as a striker, uh, Callum. Have you been a striker all your career when you were younger? Did you did you move around position wise, or have you been kind of specialist since the get go? <laughs> um, hmm. no, I'd like to say I was, but um, I think I've moved around um, a few different positions. Really, I used to play centre midfield when I was in Sunday League to try and get a lot of the ball. Um, you know, the play used to sort of try and go through me. I used to try and get out the defenders and bypass the attackers and try to score myself to be honest yeah. and then um, in the youth team at Coventry City uh, Academy I was tested on the wing uh, left, right up front and I think at a young age it's good to try and get a feel for different positions to obviously see where you fit in the most really um, for me obviously I was never going to be a defender so I was always in them attacking positions and it was just about finding that right spot to fit and then um, and try and make a career for myself What's the mindset for being a striker at that level? You're you're the guy that your club, your team looks for for scoring goals. What what's the mindset for somebody like you each and every day? Um, hungry for goals, um, hungry to succeed. Um, you know, there's a great there's a great desire and belief within myself um, to obviously try and be the best I can be, and um, I think I've had that from a very young age, and it stayed with me. Um, you know, even even throughout setbacks, I've I've had good mental strength to to try and overcome adversity, and um, and yeah, I think it's probably helped, well not helped, as I should say, but I think um, having a tough upbringing sort of stood me in good stead for um, my, my life at the moment, and obviously times that I've incurred over the past few few years that have been tough. So you speak there, Callum, about the adversity you've overcome. Obviously, we know about the the ACL injuries that you had and the, the kind of the long processes you go through to, to rehab from those how how did you find your kind of your return to play did you did you do any work yourself on your mindset obviously confidence and, and all these things are huge for a striker how did you regain all these kind of things when you got back playing after the injuries um, for me throughout the, the injury um, whilst you're rehabbing um, you know it's time to obviously reflect on where you are in your career and um, your life and you, obviously you look at everything um, because obviously the football side of things slows, slows down because you're not able to play and you haven't got that pressure week in week out so you sort of sit back reflect on where you're at um, analyse what happened um, how you could be better and then for me it was just about getting myself back fit again there was never any doubt that I would get back to my best um, and obviously um, when you get closer to that point I think it's about just building up the confidence on the field, really. Um, you know, you can do so much gym work, so you know that you've got the strength there behind you um, for, for, for a certain point. And then, obviously, when you get outside on the grass, it's about running, twisting, turning, and taking tackles, really. I think that was probably the big thing for me. So just me and the physio would come together and just do block tackles, you know, just a bit like a, like a wrestling-type drill, yeah. but just to sort of take my mind off of worrying about my knee um, and it going into certain positions and just basically getting on with it and then yeah the, the, the first few games um, when I when I come back took a tackle and you feel like oh I'm okay here and then all of a sudden you know it's um, it's all systems go it's, it's all good you feel slowly getting back to normal yeah perfect so 
reading reading the papers uh, or being online anything like this uh, these days Callum we, we read a lot about you and hear a lot about you rumours obviously go around about different clubs that uh, are, are interested in you how do, how do you find that uh, like personally speaking when, when you're playing is it a is it a motivating factor for you or are you, is, is it a case of right well doing what I've done to date has got me this attention so I'm not going to change my game because that could change things or, or how does it affect you at all do you find um, no I think as as you get older um, you know it sort of doesn't come into play as much when I was a bit a bit younger um, you know just coming through at Coventry playing well and you start getting all these teams interested in you and linked with different clubs and then you start obviously sort of people would send me pictures of the papers and pictures of stories and links to stories about myself and then I used to have a read through them you know and obviously sometimes I guess it would give you the confidence it would just give me confidence and want to prove to people that I'm able to play for that club but as I get older you sort of dismiss it don't really um, read into it as much because you've got a job to do and you've got to stay as professional as ever and you can't let nothing take your focus away from you know, game to game and training day to day and putting your all into the club that you're currently at. So it's obviously nice and flattering to get linked with other teams. But for me, it's about staying focused. And, um, you know, when you're contracted to a club, you just give you all for that club. And until anything changes, you know, you don't really listen and, and buy into to what's going on outside of your, your club circle, really. Staying grounded and going forward, man. What 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 has your highlights to date have been, Callum? You know you you've you played in Wembley, but give us a couple of highlights of your your career so far. Um, so for me, uh, I'd say my first professional goal for Coventry City. Um, that was probably one of my first highlights in my younger years. Um, you know, I went on a bit of a solo run, and from then I hmm. thought to myself, how many de- how many defenders goals. did you beat? Uh, I think it was I think it was two or three I think oh, uh, nice good yeah. and um, oh, yeah, yeah the ball got played behind one and took on another one a little bit of trickery was it isn't really associated with my style of play but, um, <laughs> but yeah you know um, that, that was a nice goal and, and from then really I just had that self confidence um, to then think right okay I can do it at this level and you know it's time to kick on now and then my um, my second highlight was probably scoring 20 plus goals for for my hometown club, um, growing up as a boy, watching watching them play and then um, actually playing for them and scoring for them is one thing, but then getting into sort of double figures and, and then 20 plus goals for them was obviously a great achievement for myself. Um, and then moving to Bournemouth, winning the championship and um, scoring obviously the goals that I did in the 20 plus season to sort of help them gain promotion. Um, and then another highlight, probably my first Premier League goal, which turned into a hat trick, which was <laughs> which was obviously a great um, yeah a, a, a great point in my career really, where I thought um, I've got the belief to, to, to be a Premier League player. You know, I've always felt like I was destined to, you know to play on the big stage and play in the Premier League in one of the best leagues in the world and stuff like that. And um, and then basically for me. Um, getting that obviously first goal I took confidence then went to score two three um, so that was a nice that was a nice point and then um, and then I'd say another highlight was coming back from my ACL injury I think it was the second my second ACL injury it was uh, on my left knee and it was my second game back and I scored a hat-trick in that game um, 
and obviously, you know, he just sort of... Did he score with the left leg? Pardon? Did uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I didn't actually. It was all it was two uh, two right foot and one header. Oh nice. Sorry, so um, so yeah, it was obviously um, it just sort of put eyes on the cake, you know, for a nine month layoff. Um, you put in all that hard work and you visualise it so much when you come back and then to put it actually out there into action um, and obviously come home with the match ball. That was a great time to celebrate with my family and um, you know share it with the people that was there with me through them tough times and helped me get through that because um, you do have some dark days but you know they're the ones that are standing by you always keeping you upbeat and they're the ones that should definitely reap the rewards when you um, when, when you do get back to your best um, and then probably my um, Premier League, uh, my international debut sorry um, first time uh, into the squad first time playing for England and scoring uh, in the same game um I should have probably had a hat trick that day, but <laughs> on another day, uh, on another day, I'd be more disappointed. But you know, on my debut, just to score for me was a, was a massive honour, um, and yeah, like I said, another proud moment to share it with the close ones again. Really, quite a quite a glittering career, Callum. Do you, have you <laughs> have you had any idols growing up? You know, you've you've been a huge success, especially for your hometown in Bournemouth. Were there any? You know, you said you always thought you'd make it at the highest level in the Prem so you know what what point what age were you when you said I'm going to make it there was there anyone you looked at and said I'm going to be the same as him or, or better when did you kind of figure it out that I'm going to be there I'm going to be there when I'm 16 17 18 19 yeah um, probably it was um, when I was growing up it was watching Thierry Henry um, playing at Arsenal mm. um, I'd always watch Match of the Day and um sort of always be, be be looking out for him um, but then obviously back then uh, YouTube was obviously massive for watching videos of players on stuff like that as well so I'd um, before games I'd sort of go onto the, the computer um, laptop and things like that and then just sort of watch Thierry Henry goals um, before you know to give me that little bit of inspiration and um, try and go out there and replicate what he was doing in matches and to try and emulate him really and then for me uh, yeah if we could do like a sort of an ounce of his career which which, he, which he's had a ma- an amazing one then you know it'd be, it'd be an achievement and a success for me yeah perfect so we've got a couple of questions for you Callum um, as regards high performances there are a few questions we ask everyone when they come on so it's be interesting to get your take as someone playing at the highest level with Bournemouth in England so in terms of high performance, what, what's your definition of high performance? How, how would you kind of... What, what does that term mean to you, should we say? Um, for me, it's about... Um, I'd say performing to the highest level, really. Sort of, uh, yeah, high performance. I'd look at it as I'd want to be at the, the best I could be at that moment in time, really. Um, you know, sometimes you have performances where you're just satisfied with it and you feel like that one slipped you away but yeah I think yeah high performance is definitely got to be up there as, as a good game uh, for, for me is what I'd feel that that means yeah and if you'd had a game when the ball was whipped in like that that ball that was whipped into the striker last night and you scored quick finish right great goal yeah yeah but say you've missed it or you fluffed the chance or you hit the post how do you as a striker as the go-to goal scorer bounce back do you just forget it and next chance you're going to put it in 
What's your mindset when you have to bounce back on the pitch to a missed chance or you missed a penalty if you've ever missed a penalty or something like that? Yeah, um, funny enough, I missed a penalty this season and then scored in the same game. So there you go. Um, yeah, I think it it shows you obviously you obviously need good character at that moment in time. I think uh, you can't let anything overwhelm you in terms of you miss a chance, but as a striker. Um, if you want to be the best, you've got to stay ice cold and stay focused because sometimes chances could come 30 seconds later again. Yeah. And then if you're still thinking about the previous chance, you're going to be tense, you're going to be stiffened up and you're then going to probably miss another one. Whereas for me, I, I use sort of um, an analogy of, you know, if I'm standing throwing darts at a dartboard um, and I'm trying to aim for the bullseye, it's rare you're probably going to hit it first time, but if you stay focused don't let nothing take your attention away from anything else apart from aiming for that bullseye and just keep honing in honing in you get closer and closer and eventually you'll get it so that's what I sort of use for football really if I shoot and I miss you know it's okay it's fine you just stay focused you'll get another chance just make sure this time you get it closer and you try and score again and then miss again And obviously if you do score then it's nice but if you miss again it's exactly the same I think you have to stay focused and then after the game, you can then analyse yourself and be like, right, this is what I should have done better. I should have scored this. You know, that's where you can be a little bit more frustrated. But then you have to sort of forget about it quickly because games come around quick and fast. And, you know, there's no point dwelling in the past, really. You can't change it. You can just practice on that specific finish in, on the training field and then try and um, try and make sure that next time that chance comes around, you're ready to take it and you're, you're more prepared, should I say. Okay, so it's like a aim small, miss small kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, lastly on that one, Callum, what what's your big three things at the moment? So, if we're sitting you down and going right, Callum Wilson, what what are your kind of three things that are defining you at the moment? Whether that's in your personal life, professional life, all of the above, what would you say sums you up at the moment or your areas of focus? Um, I'd say probably you'd look at me as someone who's very hungry. Um, uh, you look at me as um, as being humble and always up for a laugh you know um, mm. bit of a joker at times <laughs> um, <laughs> David would know that one <laughs> yeah man for sure um, and then uh, I'd say just professionalism um, I try and sort of you know be as professional as I can uh, on and off the pitch and conduct myself in a good manner all, at all times really um, you know since having having injuries you know I'm always making sure I don't skip leg day um, I'm always making sure that I'm doing my recovery got my leggings on got the normal tech on um, you know I've been a lot more professional over the last uh, two three years should I say so um, so for me definitely professionalism is something that I'd be associated with uh, recently Callum look listeners here's a guy that's got ice in his veins He's got a short memory, you know, because ball can come to you 30 seconds after you've missed a chance. Callum Wilson, a hungry, humble, bit of a joker, doesn't skip leg day, trains his biceps, looks good in a jersey, but can train his legs just as well to look after those knees. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on, on our series today, Callum, and from Dublin, myself and, Ca- and Connor here wish you all the best going forward and hope you have a great summer and finish the Premier League season nice and strong. All the best with your family and really thanks for coming on today. No, thank you for having me, guys. I um, appreciate it. And obviously, uh, it'd be good to see you 
good to see you soon again sometime, David. So, uh, so I hope you guys are well. Take care, and I'll see you soon. Perfect. Take care. Thanks, Carl. Cheers. Bye. Take care, guys.